Hello again, friends, and welcome back to another edition of the Mid-South Wrestling Television Review Podcast. I am the great Brian Last, and it's my pleasure to be with you once again as we look back at Mid-South Wrestling Television from August 28th, 1982, with Boyd Pierce and Skandar Akbar in the commentating seats, and this was taped on August 18th, 1982 at the Irish McNeil Boys Club in Shreveport, Louisiana. It was the second half of that television taping. But without any further ado, the man who joins me each and every week, you know him from booking the territory. He's your friend and mine, Mike Mills. Mike, how are you today? I'm good, man. How you doing? Hanging in there? Uh, Hanging in there. This is going to be a, I'm not going to say a rough episode, but I don't know. There's going to be a few slower episodes before things really pick up again, even though things are happening. How would you sum up this episode since you sound so cheery to start things off? Well, just thinking about it, you know, you've heard it. We we oftentimes will talk about how it's so much different when Cowboy Bill Watts is not doing commentary. And in this week's episode, we, you know, like you mentioned, we got Boyd Pierce and Skandar Akbar who are at the table. And I like Skandar Akbar, actually, but uh, it's it's every a Mid-South show has a much different feel when you do not have Cowboy Bill Watts at the table. And you can feel it and it's it goes through you and, and the whole time you're watching the episode it's like there's something just i don't want to say it makes an episode bad because we've seen plenty of instances where watts is not there but it makes it feel like sometimes a little something is a little bit off because you don't have that narration of bill watts telling the story the way he needs it to be told you know somewhere in the office jim ross is like sitting in the corner like uh you know if if you need someone i could do this <laughs> You don't have to keep bringing Bob Roop back. I can do this. Jesus. By the way, don't say anything about Akbar because Bob Roop is on the next episode we cover. But let's play the opening before we go any further, before <laughs> you destroy the legacy of the good general any further. Uh, here's the opening of the show, Boyd Pierce and General Skandar Akbar. I'm your host, Boyd Pierce. We thank you so much for joining us. A lot of great action. Matchmaker Grizzly Smith has signed a North American Heavyweight Championship match to headline this week's card. It'll be Ted DiBiase, the champion, defending against the leading challenge of Captain Redneck, Dick Murdoch. Also, Iron Mike Sharp, the new Louisiana heavyweight champion, is on the card. Coco Samoa, Big Killer Khan. You'll see from Atlanta, Mr. Racing 2, Colonel Buck Robley, the man who says nobody calls me yellow, will be racing. And as we always do here on Mid-South Racing, tell it just like it is. We don't deprive anybody of being a spokesperson. So, therefore, we bring to you this week as our guest commentator, General Skandor Akbar. Well, Boyd, I'm here to conduct myself as the gentleman that I am and lay my grievances on the table and let the people be the judge. Now, I've been accused of a lot of devious things. But, of course, it's up to the people to see here in Mid-South Television the general will conduct himself as a gentleman that I am, and you'll see for yourself today that I interfere in no matches. We're looking forward to that. This is not to be used as a sounding board for you, but just to explain and commentate the Agreed. matches as you see them. Last week, we told you earlier he's a controversial man, and the controversy last week became red-hot pitch fever because, listen, my friend, if they ever find you using any kind of residue, 
I don't have to be the only man to tell you that you'll be suspended from racing for life. Well, Boyd Pierce, I don't like to repeat myself, but I am a gentleman. I do not interfere in the matches, and you shall see. All right, we're going to show you the match last week between Iron Mike Sharp versus Killer Khan with the Louisiana heavyweight title at stake. Let's watch it right now. Well, from there, Mike, they go to a recap of last week's match, the Louisiana State title match, where Killer Khan lost the title to Iron Mike Sharp. Coming out of that, we get a few more words from Skandar Akbar. Let's go to this real quick. Iron Mike Sharp won that Louisiana Heavyweight Championship from Killer Khan. Of course, it was with the help of Buck Robley, but you baited and abetted, and if it hadn't been for you, Robley would have not have been there. I was but on I the wait a minute. I'm not through. I want to tell you something as host of this program that, you know, you were upset after that happened, and rightfully so, and I really thought you'd lost your cool when you challenged Colonel Buck Robley in that match. Well, Robley had no business interfering in that match, I was on the apron, which is perfectly legal, minding my own business, directing my man, Killer Khan. And what happens? Mike Sharp bails me into the ring, tries to molest me, slam me to the floor, tries to injure me. And there comes Buck Robley sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. Now, in all fairness, is this right? Yeah, but what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the match we're fixing to show. I'm talking about the match when I really thought you'd lost your cool when you challenged the general never leaves his cool. Let's get that right, show boy. the people the general, that maybe this will refresh your memory. The general Let's never loses his cool. Well, Mike, before we play the next clip of Boyd and Akbar coming out of that recap, there's another great example of Boyd Pierce not taking crap from anybody. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, hold on one second. Let me tell you something. He, he was, Boyd stood his ground, man. He, he puffed his chest out a little bit. Now, I, one other thing I wanted to mention at the very beginning that the first clip that you played, when I, I like the fact that Boyd, you know, tells Akbar or, or tells the audience, we don't silence anyone, we give everyone a voice. I really like the fact that. Boyd says that. And then in the next clip, so he's not trying to silence him. He's just trying to say, look to the audience, you know, I know this guy's a bad guy, but we want to be fair. We want to, you know, we're, we're, we're a fair promotion here. We're going to give this guy a chance to sit in and do some commentary, you know, just to show that we don't hate these, you know, they don't use the term heels, but we don't hate all these bad guys. We'll put them there. But then Akbar starts going off and Boyd's like, hey, let me tell you something, man. You know, you know, you don't start that stuff with me around here. Let me get my stuff in, too, uh, which I thought was great. As a, And one other note, Boyd's got a very stylish lime green suit on, too. It does look good. I have to say, despite the flamboyant color, he does look very stylish. Not like, you know, this is something left over from the 70s, which sometimes happens with some of Boyd's outfits. This looks very, very good. Yeah. I don't know where he's going to wear it. I don't know either. <laughs> other than here, but it looks good. But we get one more bit of audio from General Skandar Akbar wrapping things up after they recap that last clip from last week of Akbar's army attacking Colonel Buck Robley. Here's General Skandar Akbar with Boyd Pierce once again. Yes, Robley. You almost got it, Robley, and I'm not through. You talk about the Pied Piper of Deviants. This man, Buck Robley, is as dirty and vile as anybody. This should prove my point right there. And I almost got you, Robley, but in due time, I will. Remember, the general never loses his cool. And Robley, better watch your right and you better watch your left because the general will get you one way or the other. Right now, the new Louisiana heavyweight champion, Iron Mike Sharp, in the ring. Let's go for the introduction. Well, from there, from watching these clips of his man losing the Louisiana State Championship, we go to a match with the new champion, Iron Mike Sharp, against... Mike Bond with Rick Ferreira as the referee. Iron Mike Sharp wins with a pile driver. Obviously, the pile driver has been in play since Charlie Lay has legalized it in Mid-South Wrestling. 
I do not have any notes about this match. What are your thoughts, Mike? I mean, Mike Bond lost. Iron Mike Sharp wins with the pile driver. That is now legal. Thanks to Skandar Akbar, which is uh, incredible. He was the one who um, helped make it legal. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Mike Sharp wins, and he retains the Louisiana title. And, of course, there was nothing that was uh, – we, we didn't expect anything different right there. Nothing much. From there, we go to our next match. It is Killer Khan, normally with General Skandar Akbar, versus Coco Samoa with Alfred Neely as the referee. We have a little bit of audio from General Skandar Akbar about why he isn't at ringside as he normally is, why he's sitting there with Boyd Pierce. Let's go to this right now. Action continues now as Killer Khan, the former Louisiana heavyweight champion from Mongolia, versus the high-flying... Coco Samoa, Scandal Akbar, I'll understand if you need to go to the corner and assist your man in this match, and then you can come back for the remaining matches. Well, let's prove a point right here, Boyd Pierce. Now, I've been accused countless times of having to be at ringside with my men and my army. Uh, Accused of uh, my men having uh, not thinking for themselves that uh, General has to be at ringside. Well, I'm right here, and I I want you to watch Killer Khan, the most devastating wrestler ever, ever to come out of Mongolia, and truly, uh, you you call him the former uh, Louisiana champion, but, you know, in due time, we'll have that championship right back in the stable, Boyd Pierce. Right now, look Con at the way this Carney man... attacked heavily to Coco Samoa. Well, let's stop it there, because there really isn't too much more to hear from this match. Like you said earlier, we are missing Bill Watts here. Killer Khan wins with the knee drop off the second rope. Any other thoughts or notes about this match, Mike? No, I just I like the fact that you play the audio because because you hear Boyd there talking about uh, I guess you got to go down to ringside and Akbar tells us why he doesn't need to be at ringside. But I find it funny that you know he waits until his guy is wrestling basically an enhancement town like Coco Samoa that you don't expect to get the win to show that he doesn't need to be at ringside. But it is what it is, and um, you know it makes sense. I mean it it makes him look like the heel that he is, which is what he should look like. And yeah, nothing else I have. There's nothing much from this match. Khan wins with a knee drop off the second rope and Khan gets the pinfall and that's that from there we got our next match rick ferrera as the referee for hacksaw duggan versus frank monty who we have not seen since the winter of 82 he has not been there since at least what february i think and now we're in august it has been a while we only saw him on that clip was it from san antonio i believe it was but uh against duggan against duggan exactly and uh Hacksaw Duggan, as in my notes, I put Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus the not-so-fabulous Frank Monty because now that I know he was fabulous Frank Monty, I, I have I have a hard time like envisioning him as just Frank Monty. So I, it's like I have to put the not-so-fabulous in front of it. Does that make sense? The only thing that looks worse than the perm he had earlier in the year is the trim that he had to his perm at this point when he returned. Frank Monty is just, it's not a flattering look. I know we used to rip on his look earlier in the year, but he somehow came back and looked weaker. I I don't, I can't, I don't, it's, it's amazing to me. (laughs) The fact that I've seen, it's, so here's the thing about Frank Monty. And remember, we first started doing this, I had never seen fabulous Frank Monty. So it is so hard to, to. Like when you think about fabulous Frank Monty and the pictures I've seen, thanks to uh, I think it was Dan Farron. I can't if I'm wrong, I, I'm sorry. When they posted the picture on the Mothership group, it's like holy crap! Look at this dude. He looks nothing like the 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 just like you know I guess version of Frank Monty that we've seen in Mid South. It's the most 
It's a it's the most amazing contrast. And you and then again, we've talked about this where we're trying to figure out what happened. How did he become the not so fabulous Frank Monty in Mid South? It's just one of those things where we just we we don't know. And it's just it's just really amazing when you see Amir in Mid South with his perm and everything. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I I get way too much enjoyment out of seeing the not so fabulous Frank Monty. Let me just put it like that, and then we can move on. Well, then you had lots of time to get some enjoyment here. This match goes on forever. This match goes on way too long. Literally, if you go and you look, this match goes on for more than the length of time it took for both the Killer Con and Iron Mike Sharp matches before it. This match just takes forever. And to the point you make, Duggan controls this match forever as well. So there's not much to say other than that, you know, he's basically, you know, beating on not-so-fabulous Frank Monty the whole time. It wasn't until... I mean, Monty kind of tried to get a couple of punches in, but Duggan was pretty much dominant throughout. And it wasn't until near the end where Monty finally got a little offense in, but, you know, Duggan eventually hits Monty uh, with his corner-to-corner move uh, before the backbreaker on Monty, and then Duggan wins by pinfall. But uh, not so fabulous Frank Monty dominated in a very long match. But you're right. I had a lot of time to enjoy the not so fabulous Frank Monty here. Jim Duggan wins with a backbreaker, and from there we go to our next match for the North American Championship, Ted DiBiase versus Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch. This is a match they've been building up, talking about it for weeks since Murdoch's been in Japan, since DiBiase turned heel. They talked about the longstanding relationship between Murdoch and Ted DiBiase, and here it is with Alfred Neely as the referee. If that match went on forever, this match went on forever too even longer than the previous one. And you think, oh, how could you complain about DiBiase versus Murdoch? I'm not complaining. It's all right. But I think because the crowd is either tired or burned out or whatever it is, this is the second part of the television taping. They're so quiet that it hurts the match. What do you think, Mike? No, I think you nailed it. Uh, A lot of times when we watch these old matches and we watch these, these, these old territories, one of the things that enhances what we watch is like we watch things and go, wow, look at the crowd. The crowd was into this. And that enhances our enjoyment of the actual match. It's like the relationship of the crowd is into it and then we get into it a little bit more means a lot. Um, You see that in a lot of the NWA old NWA worldwide shows in the 80s. Like, man, those freaking Crockett towns were just they were absolutely bananas, man. And you, you, they'd be so into these matches that you watch it. And it's just like you get chills and it enhances your enjoyment of the match. And what we didn't have here was that. And it wasn't that that Murdoch and DiBiase didn't go out there and work their tails off. I mean, Murdoch comes in on fire. And, I mean, he's spitting in his hands, rubbing his hands together. And he goes straight after DiBiase. But it's just the crowd, I guess, having seen so much already – uh, you know, think about it because they watch they watch the tag match with with Dog and Olympia against you know DiBiase uh, and Duggan. So like they had really had that high, and then they saw Iron Mike Sharp win the Louisiana title, so they had that high from them. So yeah, they've already seen a lot, and they're it's not that they're I mean they're standing up during the match, so it's not that they're not excited. It's just you know. It took it took a while before things finally it had to we had to wait until they went into the finishing sequence before the I guess the crowd kind of really got into it like we would expect. Jim Duggan comes out to ringside. And you'll hear a little bit about that in the audio we play here for the finish of the match. But Mike, tell me, because this is something we start seeing. Are the fans chanting Duggan or what are they chanting? Because obviously he's a heel, but there's something they keep yelling during these DiBiase matches. What are they yelling? Yeah. So I can remember the Duggan chants. I don't 
in my mind, though, I don't remember him this early when he was a heel. So I'm, I, I that that confused me rewatching this. Now I'm not really sure what they were doing, but but you are absolutely right. I remember times in uh in later on in a few years where it's do gun do gun. It do-gun. sounds like that here, doesn't it? Am I crazy? It does. No, no, you're not crazy. I I heard it and I was like, why why are they chanting Dugan? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, are they saying that because they want him to help out Murdoch? And that's their wishful thinking. I can't make sense of it, to be honest, but I'm pretty sure they were chanting Dugan right here. And, but in my, again, as I say that, I don't remember the Dugan chants this early in Mid-South. Well, let's go to the finish right now of this match. Here, once again, Ted DiBiase defending the North American title versus Dick Murdoch. You know, he took everything that Dick Murdoch had to offer. Murdoch was working intently on that knee. Debussy has made a tremendous comeback. Here it goes. Atomic drop. Cape Canaveral, whatever. Murdoch rolled him up. There, and Duckin was in the wrong place. And they collided Dick Murdoch and Hacksaw Duggan, who had stepped up on the apron of the ring. Getting interesting, Boyd Pierce. Oh, that Debussy never stops. He never quits. What a great North American champion. This could be it. There goes Murdoch. I believe the referee is down, Boyd Pierce. No referee in the ring. Skandar Akbar. The explosion on the far side must have took him out onto the concrete floor, away from our view. Now to the midsection. Murdoch, an uppercut, and down goes the champion, DiBiase. No referee in the ring. Here's Duggan once more, trying to regain the apron. He has no business being out here. Crashing down, Ted DiBiase. The fans solidly behind, shouting their encouragement to Dick Murdoch. Brain buster, brain buster. As a spear, a spear by Hacksaw Duggan. Alfred Neely regains the ring and calls what he sees. A very courageous win for Ted DeBusey. Very courageous Alfred win. Alfred Neely only called what he's seen as he came back into the ring. He did not see the what happened by Hacksaw Duggan. One, two, three. Called for the bell, and there he is. Giving the belt to the winner of the match and still North American heavyweight champion Ted DiBiase. That means we have standby matches after we return after this word. There are definitely some fans there. Some of those old women in the front row still cheering for Ted. If you watch, they're clapping when DiBiase raises his hand at the end. Yeah, I'm watching them in the front row right now as you were saying that. They they sure are. They're clapping. And it's, you know, one of those things, man, we romanticize about the way things used to be, but Heels had fans back in the day, um, and part of it was for this because probably Ted DiBiase, they had been with him for so long, and you know they loved him for so long that they they just couldn't turn it off, and they were they were fans of him. But you know this thing here with this match finish as these as those uh, old ladies were cheering for Ted as he raised the belt. Um, so Murdoch hits DiBiase with that cross body, and you heard in the audio that Alfred Neely yet takes another spill. And oh my god. I, 
<laughs> his name needs to be the the bumpster alfred neely uh, i mean he just he, he takes was, a good bump i'll give it to him yes. I mean, this is the second one in this television taping because we he did it last week on the show and that was the first week of this television taping so this is the second time this television taping that he's just taken a wild fall to the floor it looks great but Jesus, someone, someone help this man. <laughs> Just he's, got, he's got no fear, Brian. Like he, when he takes those bumps, if you watch him, he doesn't fall. He leaps out to the outside. I like, at least in my eyes, I feel like I, I view it that way, but he takes that bump to the outside. So there's no ref in there. And then Dugan comes in as Murdoch has DiBiase up for the brain buster and Dugan hits Murdoch with the spear I like the finish because, aside from the ref bump all the time, because DiBiase really doesn't win, although he does retain his title, but he escapes. And what I mean by that is he barely got out of that as the winner as, Mur- as you know, DiBiase falls on Murdoch after that spear. Just a, just a nice little finish and nice little uh, heel way of uh, DiBiase getting the win right there. DiBiase gets the win, and from there we go to our next match. Mr. Wrestling 2 versus Billy the Star Child Star with Rick Ferreira as the referee. Mr. Wrestling 2 wins with his knee lift. I don't have any other notes about this match. What about you, Mike? Uh, Lots of moments in this match where Akbar and Boyd were just silent. Um, You could tell Watts was needed on commentary once again, although, again, Akbar is nowhere near as bad as Bob Roop can be on commentary. Um, My thoughts on Billy Star are always the same. He he's he's a, he's just a he seems like a really good talent. I mean, he sells really good. Um but, you know, other than that, like you said, two wins with the big knee and that was that. From there we go to our next match. It is Colonel Buck Robley versus Tug Taylor with once again Rick Ferreira as the referee. And during this match, we get a little bit of an announcement. So let's go to this right now and then we'll talk about it on the other side. Called for the bell. Here's a man you're familiar with, Skandor Akbar. Uh, that's it, boy. The business. colonel himself. This could be very, very interesting. You know, Buck Robley better take a look at those big pectorals and big shoulders of Tug Taylor. You know, he's a vile, vile individual. We got something else very interesting. You remember last week we had a Mid-South Tag Team Championship match here. Also, you heard uh, Ted DiBiase holler about the officiating. Next week, ordered back by Mid-South Right here on television, another Mid-South Tag Team Championship match. It'll be the Junkyard Dog and Mr. Olympia versus Ted DiBiase and Hacksaw Duggan. But listen to this. They wanted another referee. Grizzly Smith granted that wish. The special referee in this title match next week will be Mr. Rasting 2 from Atlanta, Georgia. So things are really buzzing. That's coming up next week right here on Mid-South Wrestling. Make your plans right now. It's Colonel Buck Robley against Tug Taylor in the ring. And I'm just waiting right now, Boyd Pierce, for Big Tug Taylor to turn loose on Buck Robley, and I think he can do it. This man is a massive individual. Robley might, might just be a little overconfident in this match. With just a little bit of breaks, Tug Taylor could take the measure of Buck Robley. But if he doesn't, I know who will, and that's the General's Army. Oh, Robley. Buck Robley and Mike Sharp, two individuals that certainly better watch themselves from now on because war has been declared, Boyd Pierce. Buck Robley wins with the sleeper. You have any other (laughs) notes about this match, Mike? 
No, just in the audio, boy, talking about the Mid-South Tag Titles. Uh, I'm going to get another match between JYD and Olympia versus Duggan and DiBiase uh, with uh, two wrestling two as a special guest referee uh, because DiBiase and Duggan were complaining about the uh, about the referee. And so there you have it. Um, I guess Akbar kind of puts over Tug Taylor there a little on commentary, but um, yeah, nothing much. Robley wins with a sleeper, and that's that. All the usual people are there, the old women, Hank with the cowboy hat, the annoying kid in the yellow outfit mugging for the camera. Everyone's there. It's like an all-star team of the Mid-South audience. And that's uh, all we have for that match. Buck Robley wins with a sleeper. Our next match, the one-man gang, normally with General Skandar Akbar, versus Vinny Romeo with Alfred Neely as the referee. The crowd is emptying out. The bleachers are noticeably thinning. And General Skandar Akbar once again has some thoughts about why he's not at ringside with his charge, the one-man gang. 154-pound one-man gang versus Vinnie Romeo. Let me stop it right there, Mike. Who's the one-man gang against? Vinnie Romeo. What did Boyd say? I think Boyd's tired because he makes another mistake shortly at the uh at the well no no actually i'm getting confused i'm thinking about the next about the episode uh next week but yeah i think i think boyd's tired he didn't say romeo he said something else let's hear that one more time hold on Vinny romeo that's how you do say 154 it 154 pound one-man gang versus Vinny romeo <laughs> alfred neely the referee General Skandar Akbar once more chooses to remain at our television table instead of going to his usual chair beside of the ring. Remember the one-man gang from his stable, so he chooses to stay here again. Just to prove a point, Boyd Pierce, that I'm really not needed. They don't need my assistance out there. This should prove to the people here in Mid-South Television Land that I do not interfere in matches. I conduct myself as a general at all, a gentleman, excuse me, at all times. Look at this man. You know, he didn't get the name One Man Gang for nothing. This man is 454 pounds of devastation. Oh, those slow sledgehammer blows. I really tell you what, I don't think anybody can withstand them. And the One Man Gang wins with an elbow drop. I have no other notes about this match. Like I said, the crowd is emptying out. Any other thoughts from you, Mike? Uh, They're so emptying out that, like, during the match, you see them. Like, they're, like, standing up. Like, especially towards the end, and they're just, like, waiting for it to finally end where they can get out of there. But the bleachers are, I don't know, I'd say probably 40, 50%. I'd say 50% full. Uh, you can tell the people are ready to go home, and um, it's hot in there probably. And it's like, all right, it was a fun day. Fun day watching the wrestling, but uh, we'll be back next time. And Boyd Pierce wraps up the show here at the end. Let's go to this, and then we'll wrap up our end. Here now at the table, our time is just about gone. But we do have time to tell you that next week, tell all your friends, make sure that you're here, because the match has been signed. You recall that Hacksaw Duggan and also Ted DiBiase screamed that they was robbed by the referees. So next week, it'll be the Mid-South Tag Team Championship on the line again. The Junkyard Dog, Mr. Olympia, defending their titles against the challenge of Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Ted DiBiase and the special referee appointed will be from Atlanta, Georgia, in the person of Mr. Racing 2. So that really looks like a lot of exciting action coming up next week. Skandar Akbar, we have just a few seconds left. Any closing remarks? Well, an all summation of what's happened. Robley and Sharp 
you two gentlemen had better watch yourselves. You'd better look over your left and look over your right because war has been declared. Thank you, Akbar. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching us till next week. Boyd Pierce saying goodbye from Mid-South Wrestling Television Network. You know, Mike, the more I think about it, I think this run of Akbar is maybe my favorite run of Akbar as a heel manager. It's, a, yeah. And, and you're, you're obviously... Well, what do you? Let me ask this. What are you comparing it to? Like when you say this run, let me I'm ask. Comparing that. it to Akbar and World Class, I'm comparing it to Akbar when he returns to Mid South '84, '85. Akbar in the UWF with his stable in '86. I like Akbar here. I think Akbar is really, really good here in the mix. So I agree. That's why I wanted to ask what like your time frames. Uh, I'm in the process of rewatching World Class and doing stuff with that, and I would agree. Right here. Uh, what he does is much better than what I remembered in world class. Not that the world class stuff was bad, but Akbar right here, 82, this is a really good run with him. So I, I, I agree with you there. He's, he's really good here. This this his stable and the work he's doing and the bumps he's taking and, you know, making the baby faces really look good when he takes these crazy bumps and, you know, getting involved in the match last week. And this is this is good Akbar. Now, he's not great on commentary. Let me be clear there. But uh, the, I agree. Akbar is uh, he's he's solid here. Before we wrap things up, just one other note. Next week's show is scheduled to be September 4th. Unfortunately, we do not have a copy of that episode. The WWE does not have a copy of that episode. We believe that the Watts family either didn't have one or it was mislabeled, and that's why the WWE doesn't have it, but we also can't find one. So, in between now and then, if any of the listeners of this show have a copy of the Mid-South Wrestling Show that aired on September 4th, 1982, it may also be labeled as September 2nd, 1982, get in touch with the show because we are certainly looking for a copy of that episode. But as we wrap things up, want to remind you, you can follow me on Twitter at GreatBrianLast. You can follow the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network on Twitter at Super Podcasts, and you can follow the 605 Super Podcast on Twitter at 605Pod. You can follow the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network on Facebook, facebook.com slash Arcadian Vanguard. And you can hear me on the 605 Super Podcast at 605Pod.com or available wherever you find your favorite podcasts, classic wrestling talk, and wrestling humor, the 605 Super Podcast. Mike, how can the listeners stay in touch with you and Booking the Territory? Just search Booking the Territory wherever you get your podcast from. We do two shows a week. Thursday night is our NWA Saturday night show from uh, on TBS from the mid-80s. And on Sundays, we do the Smoky Mountain Wrestling recaps where it's a week-by-week look at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And we are three years in at this point, so it's been a fun ride. But subscribe to us. Check us out. We are the unprofessional wrestling podcast for a reason, as myself, Hardbody Hopper, and Doc Turner. Uh, turn it up a notch as it pertains to language and not being politically correct as we talk about Old school wrestling, but it's a fun time. I think you'll enjoy it very much. You can also find us at tinyurl.com slash bttpod. But again, search Book in the Territory, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get this one, and we're there. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mike504Saints. A lot of times I try to post clips of the Mid-South shows. Uh, some of the discussions that we uh, talk about here as far as angles go, I'll, I'll try to post the more popular things that we discuss. And uh, Brian, that's all I got, man. Another, this was a little bit shorter, but um, I think there were some fun things that happened here. We had a lot of fun with some of the, some of the things that went on with the not so fabulous Frank Monty. And of course, uh, Duggan, not Duggan, but DiBiase versus Murdoch for the North American title. Good little, good little match. Although the crowd wasn't into it, still a fun time as DiBiase retained.
The Mid-South Wrestling Television Review is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network. For Mike Mills, I'm the great Brian Last. Tally-ho!